stop, stop. I can't take it anymore. Oh, I do the live one too. Yes, I know. I saw your act in the theater. You're really quite good. Quite a certain harmful habit. Stop it now. I mean it. Hello and welcome back. We are breaking up with RBS and we are on episode number 79. I am Tony Santabria. And I am JDK Winnikin. Back again to debunk the junk for the 79th time. Mm, yes. We just keep on coming. Yes. Well, we know this. We do. Yes. We'll never stop. We'll never stop. Mm-hmm. You hear that, everybody? We will never Stop. <laughs> so, we're now on record, Tony. Well, unless we're forced to. <laughs> right. That could happen. That could happen. Yeah. Right? As mm-hmm. much as it depends on us. We yes. Never stop anyway. Yes. So uh, how are you? You're Welcome back to the studio, Tony. Thank you. How's Hubby Dave? Hubby Dave is recovering quite nicely. Oh, good. Um, moving around quite a bit, taking himself to breakfast, you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's good. You're pretty much done. <laughs> Go take yourself to breakfast. Yes. No more making you breakfast. You are on your own. No, not really. But um, like he, you know, he doesn't want to be cooped up in the house. Oh, sure. He likes to get out a little bit here and a little bit there. Sure. So he's doing good in his recovery. Well, that's good. Mm-hmm. That's good. Well, hubby Dave, glad you're doing better, my friend. That's yes. awesome. So welcome back. Thank you. And you picked a great, great day here. to be. I to sure be back did. In. Holy moly. I sure did. The sun is shining upon me that's, in here. It's, it's amazing. Right. So. <laughs> To all of you out there, hopefully the sunshine, literally or figuratively, is is shining down upon you mm-hmm. wherever you are. Mm-hmm. You're listening live. Thank you so much for doing so. If you are listening to us as a podcast, and you can get this wherever you get your podcasts, thank you so much for subscribing, for leaving us a review. We really appreciate it. And thank you in advance for sharing it with the people that you know mm-hmm. would be interested. Uh, you can also, if you want more Breaking Up with BS, we've got... A YouTube channel with all of the episodes of this show on it, so you can see us do this. We also have a Facebook group of the same name that you can join and get content in between. Tawny has a six-week self-mastery course at unperfectyourself.com that takes all of these concepts and you can apply them in your own context. And on the second Saturday of every month, Tawny and I uh, run a free Zoom workshop. Mm-hmm. Introducing anybody who wants to come in to uh, these practices. And you can answer, ask any questions, and we'll answer them to the best of our ability. So that's every second Saturday of the month, 9 a.m. Pacific time. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's great. So, boy, we're, we're all over the place these days. We are. That was a mouthful. It was. Yes. Whew. It was. And I did it without no cards. You did it without no cards and without, like, breathing. <laughs> <laughs> means I'm, maybe you I'm, did breathe means a little I'm full bit. of air. Yes. <laughs> which, no, you did breathe a little bit. Of well, course. there's of course, yes. There's uh, mm-hmm. that is not a not that is something that I have been accused of before, <laughs> uh, having a lot of air. <laughs> okay. So, well, anyway, anyways, that's anyway. a story. It is a possibly. Story. It is or a not. story, but it, I might, it might be one I embrace. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with that. But yeah. what I am excited about is that spring is is here. Spring is here. That's so nice. Which for me yes. means baseball season. Uh, of course, and you have your. Bad News Bears jersey on. I do. Mm-hmm. I do. I And I, I got it specifically for the beginning of baseball season because oh, you did. hope springs eternal in the baseball season, right? When it's starting out, everybody thinks their team's going to be great. Oh, yes. You know? Yes. And the Bad News Bears is one of my favorite baseball movies. So yes, yes I have my number. And it's got, my number is my birth year. Oh, nice. 73. Uh-huh. So anyway. Yes. So this is the beginnings of our um, baseball podcasts also. Is that correct? <laughs> 
<laughs> that would be quite this the This is where we start to bring in the baseball <laughs> stories. Well, baseball stories are always <laughs> applicable. Of you course. Yes, they are. Always. To just about any life situation at all. And if, and if they aren't, I will do my best yes, to Yes, you them. can fit it in. So we'll have to make sure, you know, maybe a baseball story fits in oh, yeah. here or there to sort of describe well, the situation a little bit more clearly. Let's just see how that comes out. Yeah, who knows? Yeah. Mm-hmm. For lack of a better word. All right, so. Huh. So besides baseball, what are we talking about today? Well, I don't know. I think, um, well, some ideas. Uh, you know, one of the interesting things for me with now doing coaching mm-hmm. is seeing what common things are kind of coming up, mm-hmm. you know. And I know there's one that we've talked about before that does come up, and you hear it a lot these days, imposter syndrome. You do hear that a lot these days and for a while. That part was new to me. To me, the imposter syndrome is kind of a newer thing, meaning the last handful of years. But what you just said seems to imply it goes back further than that. Well, it does go back further than that. So you're not just implying it. You're stating it directly. But certainly like a lot of different um words or labels or descriptors, they have their season, right? Or where they, they, they're more robust, mm. right? Like we're all getting on the bandwagon of this particular thing. So we may be using it more often here or hearing about it more often, but it really sort of dates back to some studies in the 70s. Wow, that yeah. far back. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, what do you think? What comes up for you with that? Because that is a, this is the Flinging Your Poo series. Gosh, yes. And Wow. There can be a lot of poo that we fling around, mm-hmm. metaphorically, mm-hmm. of course. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, around something like this, not feeling good enough or being an imposter in a situation. So what comes up for you? Where do you want to start with that? Yeah, it's a sort of like that. You know, we've also learned that fake it till you make it kind of thing. You know, I right. think that goes along with this, yep. too. Um, but certainly, um, I, I just love, I have to say first, I just love that we tend to, just normal phases of our lives, we tend to make a syndrome out of it. We tend to make a delay out of it, a disorder out of it. You know, we tend to, if it's a difficulty, we tend to make it a big problem Mm. as opposed to um, maybe just being in a learning curve, right? Or because certainly with imposter syndrome, we have this expectation about ourselves that we're supposed to be something other than maybe what we're actually relating to in ourselves, Mm -hmm. right? So then, you know, we look at those BS stories. What are we telling ourselves about who we are in this particular context Mm -hmm. that then is bringing up sort of the terms for ourselves? And then we're using it over and over again. It gets into our subconscious, and our brain starts to believe ourselves, right? Right. So it's this strange thing yeah. Um, anyways. But but certainly, you know, I've heard folks use it like who maybe are early in their careers. They're early in their careers and here they are starting to, you know, maybe maybe for yourself as a new coach. Yeah. I don't know, right? Like when I was a counselor many decades ago, you know, starting out and oh. and and there's this expectation of sort of being this expert. Right. Right. There can be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so if we put that on ourselves mm-hmm. or if we're being fed that from our communities or our groups of, you know, the people that we interact with, then we're going to move into our own learning process, our own growing process in our own development. 
in a way that says, oh, no, I'm supposed to be the expert in this. Mm-hmm. They're going to find out I'm a fraud. Mm-hmm. And how do I sort of like crunch all of this together Yeah. <laughs> so they don't catch on? <laughs> Keep up appearances. <laughs> right? That yeah. I don't know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Right? And so we're using this term imposter syndrome around that self-doubt. Around, and, and it really is about, well, we've got a lot of learning and growing to do throughout our whole lives. Yeah. It doesn't stop. Yeah, and calling it a syndrome, Mm -hmm. it's pathologizing something that's normal. But you have to start somewhere. Yeah, you're going to have a learning curve. Yeah. That doesn't mean it's a syndrome. Exactly. Because something like a syndrome says to me, you can't, you have it. You're, You're afflicted. Well, and it's a problem. Right. Like, how are you supposed to be anywhere other than where you are? <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. So, so certainly we can talk about this in terms of like the BS stories, mm, yeah. right? The BS stories that we carry can keep us in a deficit with ourselves. We can reinforce over and over and over again that we're not good enough. And we can reinforce the self-doubt. We've talked about this around the BS stories, but oftentimes it's, this imposter syndrome also is sort of like around new beginnings. Yes. Right? Like, okay, I'm, I'm entering into this new part of my life or world, mm-hmm. and, and I'm supposed to fake it till I make it. Right. Right? Like, that almost in a strange way, depending on how we sort of internalize that, makes, it, makes this imposter syndrome, like it reinforces it. Like it it's does. saying, like, yes, this is a real thing for you. Mm-hmm. Right. It does. And yeah. And, and what I find interesting, too, at least in some cases with clients, is if you if you ask questions about, well, what's the standard? Almost inevitably, there's some element of they're comparing how they feel on the inside, projecting it to how other people are appearing on the outside. Mm-hmm. A standard that can't necessarily be really defined. When would you stop becoming an imposter? Is, is a question I'll ask. When would you stop? How would you know? Mm-hmm. Sure. And then it, there's not really a, you know, that can be a struggle, you know, for an answer on that. Because I don't think there necessarily is. I mean, because the shorthand would be, well, I don't feel like an imposter anymore. Mm-hmm. Well, but what's the evidence going to be? And, and in the end, that evidence is going to be interpreted by each of us. Mm-hmm. So we're going to be deciding whether or not we're an imposter any, anymore or not mm-hmm. at yeah. some point. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. And... If we reinforce those stories over and over and over, it doesn't matter how or where we get to, those stories are still going to be there. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter how much experience we've had. How, somebody looks at us in a way that makes us uncomfortable. <laughs> like, does that person really know what they're talking about? We're an imposter, right? Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. Yeah. And they are keying in on how we're fraudulent, right? Like, that's so that's part of the trouble is if we reinforce it for ourselves instead of seeing it as I'm still a learner, mm-hmm. I'm growing, yeah. I've got lots to learn, I don't need to know everything, I'm not perfect, and the more I stay open, actually the more I'm going to learn, Yeah, right? Like if those are the kinds of things we're telling ourselves, we're, we're of course not going to be an imposter, mm-hmm. right? That imposter syndrome is based off of some, like you were talking about, some kind of idea of perfection. Yeah. Or some, ex- or some sort of ex- external assignment that we're taking mm-hmm. rather than coming from that place of curiosity and growth and learning. It's much easier to be in that spot and to acknowledge that. 
And yeah, I've seen it. I've I've noticed it from time to time. And you know, being a new coach, you kind of you you can feel the pre- or I can feel the pressure of. I really this person really is wanting help. I really want to you know, what do I do? What do I do? And I've had to learn to, to kind of let that when I see that to just kind of let it slide by because. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't do it perfectly, right? It's nobody does. Nobody does, right? Yeah, yeah. and mm-hmm. and. And I think that to me is, is what I find most interesting is, is exactly what you just said. When you open up from a position of curiosity and recognizing that there's a learning curve in everything we're doing. And in the end, an external standard doesn't matter nearly as much when it comes to, if, am I growing? Am I open? Right? Mm-hmm. Those things. Because then that's not an external expectation we're assigning ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're taking a look at ourselves and growing by that standard, which is really the only one Mm-hmm. that we have any say in in the first place. Exactly. Like me being a new Grammy. <laughs> I had to bring it up. Here we go. Um, yeah. so, you know, because you say I bring it up in every show, but so I had to bring it up, right? <laughs> um, how I think about my ability yeah. to be a grandparent yeah. is going to influence quite a bit how open and how much I'm willing to learn and all the things, right? Because that's a new thing for me. Mm-hmm. Now, certainly we could go ahead and say like, oh no, well, you were already mom. Well, well, but, but that doesn't, it's still different. That's different. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So so it's, it's with anything that we're learning that's new, of course we want to pay attention to our learning. Right. Right. We don't want to expect that we know all the things that are best for the person we're sitting in front of or, mm-hmm. you know, our new job. The mm-hmm. thing that kills me too is um, college graduates. Oh <laughs> man, talk to a few of these guys, right, guys and gals, um, mm-hmm. graduating college and looking for their first job in their career, and they're having to worry about imposter syndrome. I'm using this term. <laughs> Holy moly! How stressful would that be? Oh yeah, I see it too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It's why are you expecting that? You know, what do you think that the uh, these other people in work are expecting of you? Right. Yes, I have twenty years of experience, college graduate. You better get up to speed on me real quick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's impossible. It's impossible to the point that very, nobody's thinking about it because mm-hmm. it's just understood. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. It's understood as clearly as in a dark room. Turn the light on if you want to see anything. That's how. <laughs> clearly understood it is mm-hmm. and yet that that's oh yeah see it all the time right so the the pressure and the stress that we're putting mm. on ourselves to be somewhere other than where we are and then we call it a syndrome and then we call it a syndrome and then we're reinforcing for ourselves in our head all the self-doubt and all the things that's wrong with the, the things that are wrong with us right yeah. like holy moly what in the heck yeah. yeah but then we've turned it into a syndrome so you can't really do anything other than quote-unquote treat it Right. Or work with it or adapt to it. That's the part for me, the messaging on that, that that is problematic. Mm -hmm. Um, And actually, even beyond that, I'm using a very neutral term. To me, it's it's not helpful at all. And I think it traps us in this idea that there's something that there's some sort of affliction or something we've caught. There's some sort of illness that we just now have to live with. And. What I don't like about that is that that takes our own capability, our own sense of capability, out of our even out, even out of our realm of consideration. 
if, it, if it's a syndrome, there's really nothing we can do other than take some sort of external thing, validation, medicine, something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's just not true. And we, we do this with all of the difficulties of our life. Mm-hmm. We have a thing. Mm-hmm. If we're having difficulties, we have a thing. <laughs> we have syndrome. <laughs> it, it's not that we're unaware of ourselves. <laughs> right. It's not that we're feeding our BS stories. Mm-hmm. It's not that we're um, going through a life stage that tends to be difficult. Yeah. It's not that. It's that we have a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this this came up a few months ago. You might remember when you and I were talking about my my novel that I'm pitching, and I was I just slowed down on the process for a while, and. Essentially, what I came down to was, you know, I think even this term came up. I don't think I used it in in regards to myself, but I was frozen in a spot of wanting to make the right move, Mm -hmm. right? The perfect right move. And I'd forgotten that, yeah, I'm new to this. I've never tried to publish a book before. So, of course, it's going to feel new. And, of course, I'm recognizing there's lots of people out there trying to do the same thing. But I found myself going, wow, there's like... 60 people in this online group that I'm in, they're all doing the same thing. There can't possibly be room for all of us. Some of them must be better than, I mean, you just, Mm -hmm. before you know it, you know, those stories were there. Mm -hmm. And you have to, I I actually had to be able to see that before I could actually move. Mm -hmm. And then of course, as I've said before, where was the real problem? Well, it was looking me back in the mirror. Yeah. That was the problem. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Not a syndrome, not not other people. Not the difficulties of publishing, mm-hmm. not the quality of the book. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was me. Mm-hmm. And those darn BS stories. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So. But that's the part of that perfection piece. Yeah. I think that that kind of conditioning around having to be perfect mm-hmm. and having to be an expert. Yeah. To be heard. Yeah. To be heard and then to be, I mean, even if it's coming from a place Valued. of really wanting to help people. Like I want, I'm so worried they're going to see me as a fraud and therefore I'm not helping them or I'm not delivering to them what they need from me, whether we're talking about it in a job or in a relationship or whatever, man, that's, there's about 10 different layers of BS stories that get involved in that after a while. So much so that if that becomes reality, you're stuck in a cycle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and then where's the point at which awareness shows up? Right. So that's the other thing. Like, so a lot of these pieces that we've learned about supposedly ourselves and others that keep us like in the dark to ourselves. Mm-hmm. That person told me I'm this. So I'm this. Mm-hmm. I have this thing. Mm-hmm. Right. It, as opposed to being able to go internal and I don't know, start questioning. Mm-hmm. Or start wondering or yeah. start getting curious. You use the curious yeah. word earlier. I like wondering too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just noticing our patterns. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. That kind of rigorous honesty with ourselves, I think, is talk about a skill, right? That, that That's practice as well. Noticing when those things pop up. And in order to notice them, I have to be open to seeing them. I have to be open to cataloging them <laughs> in a way. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Because yeah. it's, it, and that, that to me is, is perhaps the danger with, you know, calling things a syndrome or whatever in this context, right? Mm-hmm. If we're talking about something like this. Because then it, at best, it becomes something to just limit yourself with. At best, mm-hmm. and I said at best on purpose. At worst, it becomes a crutch or a 
I can't do anything because of this. Mm-hmm. And in the end, it, it, that robs us of our own agency mm-hmm. and our own capabilities. Yeah. You know? Yeah, like if you think about it for a minute, like where would that be sitting in your body? Right? Where would that be that where where would that syndrome actually be sitting in your body? Like like as if you have this thing you're carrying around with you. Mm-hmm. Right? Like when we really sort of sort of start to dive into that, what is this thing but words? Yeah. <laughs> words. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just a label. Mm-hmm. Words. Mm-hmm. Doesn't have to mean anything about right. anybody unless we choose it. That's right. That's right. Yeah, and and I think the applications of that exist elsewhere too. You know, I was telling you the story before we got on the air. A, a friend of mine is finishing up treatment for an illness and uh, had this amazing way of handling it. Didn't pretend everything was great because he wasn't feeling great. But he also kept doing the things that he knew was going to be helpful for him. So he acknowledged that he was going through something difficult and out of the ordinary and not at optimum health. Mm-hmm. And he was still doing the things to help him best work through that, mm-hmm. right? Health-wise, life-wise in general. And I've been really inspired by that and really noting that, that he was able to, on one hand, hold the fact that he had this real illness mm-hmm. and then not turn it into something that it wasn't, mm-hmm. you know, he never lost his sense of capability and agency, you know, mm-hmm. and, and really seemed to me to show that honesty with himself at a given moment of, yeah, I can do this or no, I'm not right now, mm-hmm. but it didn't become because I can't do it right now. I'm never going to be able to do it going forward. Sure. Or this means I'm mm-hmm. getting worse or this means I'm getting better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To absolutely. me, that's that, that kind of thing was notable mm-hmm. to me. Yeah. Brings up that idea of transparency, like moment to moment transparency that we've talked about, Mm -hmm. not having to go forward with it, not having to go back with it. But in real time, here's where I'm at. And I still have to make lunch. Yeah. Like we've talked about before. Yeah. I can hold all of this, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. and and I think the the for me was something like the imposter syndrome idea of, of wondering or opening up to the idea of it's okay to be brand new at this, or it's okay to have a learning curve. The ease that can come with that is going to take care of so many of those challenges just by itself. You don't need necessarily a whole bunch of words put into a book to convince you that imposter syndrome isn't working for you. Mm -hmm. You you can just be open to this Mm -hmm. idea that you're just learning Mm -hmm. and sit with that and breathe into that. Mm-hmm. Right, sit with that for a while, not do anything with it, and all of a sudden, fewer words have gone further than a million words ever could by themselves. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I know it's amazing coming from me, who I just throw words around like crazy. <laughs> yeah, I'm speechless right now. <laughs> there are no words, <laughs> no words. <laughs> that makes sense, though. No, totally, it does, and I think that that idea of like. That feeling of like fighting against ourselves, mm-hmm. right? Instead of just being with ourselves mm-hmm. and being able to, we can't be transparent if we're trying to hide something. Yeah. And people feel this. There's mm-hmm. an energy around yep. not being able to be fully aware and in oneself, yep. right? And so we're learning this and we're, we're ha- I think that, you know, 
today more people can relate to this than maybe 15 or 20 years ago. I think that we're, we're sort of learning how important this is. Yeah. Um, and yeah, just hoping that people can um, give themselves more opportunities to sort of create aware- awareness internally as opposed to having to have the labels to describe them externally. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, the, the other thing that cuts us off from is, is the ability then to communicate with others about where we're at. Feeling nervous about being new at something is okay. Mm-hmm. And in the workplace, how much better would it be to be open to that, recognize that, communicate that to somebody that you're working with, and you might actually get more support than you thought. Recognize that that story that you're expected to be something other than who you are, mm-hmm. you might find out that that story is really definitely made up. Right. And that's the part of having to really kind of sort through our perfectionist yeah. sort of tendencies too, because if we have this drive or we've been conditioned to be perfect, this is going to show up even more frequently for sure. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so mm-hmm. many stories around perfectionism and how we appear. Yeah. So many different flavors. And so limits. Many limits yeah. So many limits. Yep. If perfectionism was ice cream, it would be 32 flavors. <laughs> Okay, where would the hot fudge go? I don't, I don't know. That's what I'm interested I in. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. I was just, I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? The sun's getting to you. Is It could very well be that. Yeah. Uh, I am excited about baseball. I eat ice cream at baseball games. Maybe that's. Oh, that's probably it. That might be. We go, we see, we circle all the way back around to to follow up at the end of the show, baseball. back to baseball. Yep, yeah. This is how this I is didn't have roll. an analogy that helped, but yeah. nevertheless, okay. I did bring it back. So. Yeah. All right. Well, okay. Yeah. Yeah. There we have it. So, yeah. I mean, just the opportunity to just be new at something. Be a beginner. Be a beginner. At life. In every moment. Yeah. How how nice is that? I know. Yeah. It's going to be okay. (laughs) Sit with that, everybody. Yeah, because you don't feel like an imposter Grammy, do you? No, not at all. Not at all. I learn all kinds of things every yeah, day. You do. I love it. Well, I see all the pictures of your grandbabies, and, and they're they're not treating you like an imposter Grammy. No, not at all. Not at all. Even though I don't know anything, they think I know things. Right? <laughs> Good. Yeah. All right. Well, that was great. Well, thanks, Tony. Mm-hmm. And thank you to all of you for listening to that. Hopefully that was some stuff resonated in there. Uh, be sure to connect with us at our Facebook group if you'd like to ask questions in between episodes. And we're here every single week. New episodes every Saturday. Remember, second Saturday of every month, we have our free workshop. So many different things. Um, but we will be back next week with more. So until then, I'm JDK Winnikin. And I'm Tawny Santabria. You're not an imposter. Don't worry about it. Unless you are. <laughs> How you all feel tonight? Stop, stop, I can't take it anymore. Oh, I do the live one too. Yes, I know. I saw your act in the theater. You're really quite good. Quite a certain harmful habit.